It's about that time. Here we are. Here we go. Let's talk about the golf learning curve. My name is Tim Connor. I am the host of this podcast, and it's dedicated to the golf learning curve. I've spent my career teaching, helping golfers do it every day, all day for a long time. That doesn't really matter. What matters is that you're on the road to playing better golf, that you have the tools, the resources, and the stuff you need to get to where you want to be. My mission from the beginning has always been to keep it super real and to give it to you like it is as far as how golf improvement goes. I think the industry as a whole for a long time has sold quick fixes, and I feel very strongly that's a disservice because golf is a skill-based sport. And you know that if you've played it a while, but for a long time we've kind of sold magic pills and I'll take as much ownership of that as anybody else teaching this game, but this is kind of my my uh, my effort to put good information out into the world and I hope you appreciate that. Now, I spent my morning fixing slices. I joke with my friends and my colleagues that I'm a professional slice fixer. It's not what I do all the time, but it's what I do a lot of. So I just want to offer you some perspective on how to fix your slice, but also to have the tools to understand how to manage your club face. Because day to day, week to week, your club face is going to change. Things will happen. Your grip may move a little bit. You're going to wake up one day and you might be slicing it. Maybe another day you're drawing it. Maybe you're hooking it, whatever. Things happen. Things change. So I think what's most important is that you have the skills and resources to get to back to neutral, back to where you want to be. So let's talk about a slice right from the, right from the start. If you've watched a lot of YouTube videos or you've watched anything, you've probably heard how a slice happens, but I want you to really make sure you understand at the root of it. Now, one thing that's important is if we're talking about woods versus irons. Uh, woods ha have a rounded face. I, I forget the name of it, convex, concave, but a wood face is rounded. So if you hit the inside or the outside, the heel or the toe of a wood, it's going to put the opposite spin of the side it hits. So basically, if you hit the toe, it's going to spin the ball left for a right-handed player. If you hit the heel, it's going to spin the ball right for a right-handed player. And all that simply means is that your centeredness of hit has a lot to do with diagnosing your curvature when it comes to playing woods. With an iron, as long as you hit it okay, you're getting a pretty accurate reading on how your ball is curving. As long as you hit it airborne or whatever, uh, you're getting an accurate reading on how your ball is curving. A slice happens because the club face is open to the swing path. What that means is for a right-handed player, the club face would be pointed to the right of the swing path at the hit, and it will curve to the right. Now, I'll go grab a couple clubs for demonstration, because I, if you're watching this, the podcast is live on YouTube now. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. It would help a lot. Um, and if you want to see these visuals or just watch my smiling face deliver a podcast, it's on YouTube. Well, I'll be right back. I'm going to grab a couple tools and just talk about, you know, curvature. All right. So if my club face here points to the right of my target or to the right of my path, excuse me, the ball is going to curve to the right. If the club face points to the left of my path, it's going to curve to the left. So your path is kind of the great unknown here for a lot of players is they're unsure of which direction their path is traveling. And I've talked a lot about swing path on here. I think your swing path is part of your long game. You want to, by long game, I mean what your North Star, what you should be working towards. You want to have a really productive swing path 
and swing plane because that's what can create really good long-term ball striking. Having a swing that's on plane is an amazing feeling and uh, the ball just tends to fly really, really straight if your swing is on the plane. It is the path of least resistance to the golf ball. Not to dive in too deep on that today because I want to talk about how to fix a slice and how to fix a slice really is rooted in swing club face work, not swing path work. That could be contrary to some stuff you've heard. I don't really care what you've heard. This is my experience and what I found to work best. Now, trust me when I say I've tried it all, by the way. And uh, I'll explain a little bit of the method of the madness as we go, but you got to put some faith in me that I've done a shitload of golf lessons. I've tried it all. This works best. So the first thing we want to do if you're a slicer is learn to close the club face. So if you're closing the club face, your golf ball is going to curve to the left. No matter what, if your club face is close to your path, your ball will curve to the left. We want to learn how to do that, what that skill is. You may have read something about your hands, your grip, whatever, to get it closed, and that's the root of this deal. We want to use your hands to get the club face closed. And what that's going to look like here, I want to demonstrate for you. Hands on the club, and we want to learn to twist that face to the left, counterclockwise for a right-handed player. Okay, so if I'm just learning to twist the grip, that's the deal. Twist it to the left. Twist it more than you've ever twisted it to get it curving to the left. It doesn't need to be more complicated than that. A good grip will support your efforts in closing the club face, but it doesn't mean you'll close the club face. A strong grip, one that tends to favor a closed face, doesn't mean that you're going to curve the golf ball left. The only thing that means you're gonna curve the golf ball to the left is if you get the club face closed and that is done via your hands. Everything is secondary to that, including what your body does, including everything downstream from that. So we want to learn the skill of how to twist the club to make it closed. Now there's some nuance to this and one of the more popular questions I'll get is, well, when should I start closing the club face? And this is a really deep rabbit hole, but if you're curving it to the right for a right-handed player, we're gonna assume a right-handed player for our conversation today. If you're slicing it, you're curving it to the right. You want it more closed everywhere. You want it more closed in your takeaway. You want it more closed at, in the top of the golf swing. You want it more closed in the downswing. And you want it more closed at impact. All right? Closed everywhere. Close it, close it, close it until you start to make the ball curve left consistently. And to me, that means seven, eight, nine times out of ten. That's the deal. Learn to get that club face closed, all right? Now, at some point, you get your club face closed and you're confident. Now the time is to start working the ball or working your swing path more inside out to support your more closed club face so you can take this hook that you're hitting and turn it into a nice baby draw. A baby draw is a beautiful thing. Uh, it's a really good thing. I've never had a bad player come to me that hits a push draw. Uh, that's some simple advice to say, learn to hit a push draw. And then if you want to hit a fade from that point, you can choose to hit a fade, but you can still do it with a very similar golf swing by just changing some simple alignments. The evolution of fixing a slice is this. Number one, you're gonna learn, learn to close the club face. That is a must. That's done with your hands, that's done by twisting the grip. I would love for your grip to be nice, neutral. I would love for that grip to be functional, but at the end of the day, it, for most people, it's not the thing that you haven't learned to do. Do The skill you have not yet learned to do is to twist the face to shut it. So here's your steps in fixing a slice. Number one, understand what's going on with the club face and why it's happening. Number two, start to develop the skill of 
how to get your club face more closed. That's done with your hands. I would love for you to have a good grip, but a good grip is not necessary. You could do it with all sorts of grips. It's just learning to twist the grip to get it closed and learn to confidently curve the golf ball to the left. Now, one thing I wanted to add, because I've talked a lot about why we should fix the face first, in my opinion, and it's because typically if you fix the path first, the other variable in curving the golf ball, what happens is we're not going to change our alignment. So if we already have a natural fade or slice, and then we shift the path to being more inside out, all we're really going to do is start our ball that already curves to the right further to the right. Now, there are some exceptions to this, and some players will naturally swing more from the inside and close their face more. These are typically players that are more experienced or have more feel for the club face. They're typically better players. Somebody who's probably sitting in their seat at a single digit handicap and they've got a host of experiences to draw from. But for your average player that is, you know, run of the mill, they've been playing for a while, you haven't been a low single digit handicap, you should definitely fix the face first. And then our long-term North Star is we want to have a great swing path to combo with that. And then even longer term is we want that club face to be very perpendicular to our swing plane, very square to the target through the hitting area, because that is what creates these really tight dispersion patterns that we see from some of the best players. It's a combination of a lot of things for the best players. They are skilled, they've worked at it, they have developed their technique, and they understand how to use their club. So there's a lot that goes into that. But what I want you to come out of here with today is a path forward if you curve the golf ball to the right and you struggle with that. Any curvature to the right, in my opinion, for a amateur golfer is unacceptable. You should curve the golf ball to the left and be confident doing that. And then at some point, you may circle back to wanting to hit a fade, and that's totally fine. Um, but generally speaking, good hitting mechanics favor hitting a draw. And the, what most amateur stuff does, what most amateurs do wrong, tend to favor slicing mechanics. So we want draw mechanics. You haven't heard me talk a lot about hitting a straight ball because a straight ball is is very difficult. Most golf balls are going to fall to the right or to the left if you're truly measuring it. They really do look like they fly straight, and that's true. But to if you're on a launch monitor or something, you're measuring it, there's side spin on it. So I typically will call that a draw or a fade. But a perfect shot doesn't have a lot of side spin on it. Anyway, you all, leave this thing in review. Share it with a friend. Let me know what you'd like to hear next about I love hearing from y'all. I need to know what you don't know so we can talk about it, figure this stuff out, and get you some better answers. Let's make 2023 your best golfing season yet. He's crazy.